Well, today is my birthday, and I am 27 years old. Yes, I shit you not. I am 27 years old. You may think, um, I am drinking the crazy juice, but yeah, 27, man. I'm very, very happy that, um, it is my birthday, and, um... And I decided, you know what, instead of just sitting here playing video games and watching videos, I want to do something special for my listeners. Now, we got the mailbag, because I only got two questions sent to me anyway. It's not a big deal to me. I mean, at least I got questions. But I I also want to do a review. And it's best if I support this promotion, because I feel like it deserves some love. And that is Mission Pro Wrestling, Hell Hath No Fury. I watched this event three times, once live, like, I watched it live the same day as SmackDown, which was on, um, which, <clears throat> excuse me, which was on September 18th, and I wanted to talk about it right now, because I really have a lot to say, and what better way to do it on my birthday, no less. So, I want to start with that first, and this is your official Mission Pro Wrestling Hell Hath No Fury thoughts and reactions, and a special birthday mailbag with yours truly, the one and only Phoenix that rises from the ashes. I am Shino D. Phoenix. Thank you guys so much for taking your time on my special day, no less. And I want to share a little fun fact. Sonya Deville and I were born on the same year, so we're exactly the same age. We're 27 years old. So... I hope Sonya's doing okay, and I want to wish Sonya Deville a happy birthday. Stephanie McMahon also shares the same birthday with me, so happy birthday to Stephanie McMahon. Um, But man, I'm just so pumped. Like, I can't tell you why, but I'm probably going to save that towards the end, maybe, or maybe during the review. But um, let's just talk about uh, Mission Pro Wrestling. But before we do that... Make sure you follow them on Twitter, Mission Pro Wrestling. Make sure you follow them on Instagram and like their Facebook page. And if you haven't seen it, I would sign up for Title uh, Network. Um, I believe that's what it's called. Doesn't hurt to check. Like you know, it's my birthday, and I have to do a yeah Title Match Network. Make sure you sign up for that. It's only nine ninety nine. Give it. Uh, I mean, it's worth the money. If you want to see. Your favorite women in action. And trust me, I love women's wrestling. And somebody tweeted me happy birthday, so thank you. And um, I would greatly appreciate if you showed these women some love. Now, Twitter is also. Follow me on Twitter at SheenoDPhoenix. I do live tweet for Raw, which was... Don't even get me started with that show. I got a huge rant for that on the ne- on the next episode. So... Uh, I'm going to save that for later. I do live tweet for NXT, AEW. Um, I do live tweet for SmackDown and any other wrestling promotion that's on my mind. So um, make sure you follow me on Twitter, Shino D Phoenix. If you are an Instagram user, you can follow me, CoolManSip. That's me. It's CYP, by the way. Um, and since it's my birthday, you guys could... Uh, I don't know what you guys can do. Just... Be creative. Be creative, because it's a great celebration for me. 
Um, and for inst- for you Facebook users, make sure you like the Facebook page. No one's ready for wrestling. That's where I post the episodes on the show. So if you use Facebook, this will be your p- best place. I also post on Twitter and Instagram. So just make that a key of note. And you're getting this episode today. You're getting this special edition of the show today. So let's start off with the review. And I watched the replay and... They opened with a a tribute to uh, Casey Michaels of Square Circle Sirens. And that was a beautiful tribute. I wouldn't say it was a video tribute. It was like a photo tribute of Casey Michaels because you know he had this undying love of women's wrestling. And And it's one of the best things to have, you know. And I love this. I'm really glad that they paid tribute to him. And... I really love women's wrestling. I'm going to continue, try to continue his legacy because I love the women who bust their ass day in and day out and are passionate for the sport. So we had our pre-show. We had a special pre-show match and it was Holiday who will be on commentary with my good friend, Brittany Nicole. I got to, I got to say, uh, I'll save that for the main course. Okay. But Holiday versus Jasmine Allure. I never heard of Jasmine Allure, but, um, I think she has potential. I really do. This was a fun match, in my honest opinion. Um, Some key notes here. Jasmine Allure, she is training in APW. I don't know what that is, but uh, maybe I should do some research. But I think she has, um, like I said, some potential. We had a test of strength between both women. Jasmine hit multiple arm drags on Holiday and followed up with a Rana into a dropkick. Holiday leg drops uh, Allure for a two count, and she double she hits a double handed chop on Jasmine, which I felt that in my chest. That was just painful. I don't want to take a chop from Thunder Rosa or Holiday. <laughs> just saying, and hits a running clothesline and suplexed her for a two count. Holiday um Irish whips her into the running knees. Jasmine hits the Casadora or the wheelbarrow victory slam. For a two count. It was it was pretty good. I mean, it looked like she was going for the victory roll-up. But I think they... Like, it looked like a botch, but I said, nah, forget that. It's a, vic- it's a wheelbarrow victory slam. So, for a two count. It looked nice, though. It looked nice. So, Holiday, she clotheslined Jasmine. They, both women started headbutting each other. She hits the slingshot, Jasmine does. A, a slingshot complete shot for a one count holiday hits the sit out double underhook face buster on jasmine one two three to pick up the win and i still have that keychain that i got from holiday in 2018 when i was at beyond wrestling and a funny story it was when we met her my brother and i we um she was gonna be taking on lufisto for the shine championship at the time and She's like, so y'all not going to come and see me in action against Lufisto? <laughs> so we purchased the keychain. It's like, we're going to be there. We promise. And which we did. And look, I had to see Lufisto in person. I'm just saying, I mean, I love, I love me some Lufisto. Sorry, Holiday. But um, it was a funny story, but I'm really glad I got to meet Holiday. But this was a really fun match. Jasmine Allure. I think she has a long way to go in a good way because I think she's showing that 
she has that potential to be the next the next big star. I see that in anybody, you know, when you work hard and I think she's and I know she's working hard, but um it's going to give time. The more time she gives on her training and I think she will get there eventually. She will be one of the best wrestlers uh to keep an eye on. So, got to give her praise cuz I think she did good. So the main card, we had we opened the show with Thunder Rosa. She welcomed everybody to the show and she had this painting of her which looks nice. And we got to see the very first uh Mission Pro Championship like in person and I got to say that belt looks absolutely gorgeous. That that is one of the best looking belts I have ever seen uh from a indie promotion. I I I love this. Um and I, somebody just messaged me a happy birthday. So it was one of, one of the uh, people that I work with, that I see at work, and he always kicks me in the butt <laughs> every Pelicans game. So I'm, I'm I'm gonna read all that later on, just personally for me. But we got the first look at the Mission Pro title. It it looks badass. It looks badass, and I think they said on commentary that. Their next show, which is on October 30th, they're going to have a tournament to crown the new, well, not the new, the inaugural Mission Pro Champion. So I'm looking forward to that. I think that's going to be great. So Lindsay Snow comes out because you know she has a match against Thunder Rosa for the NWA Women's Championship. And um, she's pretty much saying, like, she's pretty much calling her a bitch. Like, she knows she wants to be the champion. And we're going to get into that later, because I thought that match... I'm going to save that judgment for later, okay? We open the main card with Avery Taylor and Alex Garcia, two of my favorite women's wrestlers outside of WWE. And fun fact, Avery Taylor actually made an appearance on NXT last night in that Women's Battle Royal. So, congrats to her right there. Um, I, I love Avery Taylor. I love Alex Garcia. I've, I've been a huge fan of Alex Garcia for a long time. I've started to became, become a fan of Avery Taylor when I've been watching Evolve and Shine. She is awesome. She is absolutely incredible. Both of these women are great at what they do. So, this match was really good. A really, really good opening match. And I I, I got to talk about the commentary for a bit. I love Brittany Nicole. I love Holiday. They are entertaining as hell on commentary. And I want more of that. And nice bow tie, Holiday. I think it suits you. <laughs> but I got to show love to my friend Brittany. I met her at Wildcat before. Um, she, she went off, did her own thing. I'm very proud of her for that. I mean, we're still friends to this day. Always will be friends. And... If we ever meet, it would be a really, really great reunion, you know? <laughs> that would be really fun because I do love chatting with her every time she was at Wildcat. And I just felt that void missing still. But I think we, st- we still talk. It's no big deal. I mean, I'm very happy for her that to see her in this prime uh, spot on commentary. I think this is great. And by the way... I got to mention, this whole event was 
all women. All commentary was the women. The matches, the women's matches. You have the women that are refereeing. You got the production team for the women. Everything was all about the women. They did their shit to, on that show. So, let's talk about the match. Avery Taylor and Alex Garcia, they both traded roll-ups in the beginning of the match. Alex hits um, two arm drags and drop kicks Avery to the corner. She hits a running crossbody on Avery, and that sent her down. And Al- Alex followed it up with a face wash kick for uh, a two count. Avery sends Alex to the middle turnbuckle and boots her in the face, follows it up with a ground and pound. She sends her to the corner, hits a cannonball, and follows it up with a senton for a two count. Avery, she chops Alex, and the chest does it again. Avery snaps, mares her, kicks her in the back of the head, and kicks her in the chest for a two count. Alex counted the double chicken wing face buster into a roller for a two count, hits a shining wizard for a close near fall. And this is where the crowd was chanting for Alex Garcia. They were behind her. And Avery, she hit the high knee strikes, hits the encore, which is the double chicken wing face buster. That's her finisher on Alex. And she wins this match. And this was really good, really good women's match to open the show. And, um, like I expect big things for both women. Now, um, Sheeta, if you're still looking for challengers, uh, don't sleep on Alex Garcia. She's calling you out. I'm just saying, but I think that would be a great showcase for her against Sheeta. That would be nice. Avery Taylor, I think she has a bright future ahead of her. Like both of these women have bright futures ahead of them. Like I, I'm very proud of what they're doing. And these women just really bought their a game. So, Avery wins, good match, and I expect, I don't know what's going to happen at the next event, so I'm looking forward to that. We had a tag team match, Vert Vixen and Jenna Lynn versus Promise Braxton and Killer Kate. Now, the crowd popped when Jenna Lynn came out to Kung Fu Fighting by Carl Douglas. I believe Carlos Douglas. No, Carl Douglas. I'm, I'm getting my names mixed up, okay? But... Who does not love that song? Everybody was kung fu fighting. I mean, I I popped for that as well. And Holiday is like, who who doesn't want to do some kung fu fighting? (laughs) But this was a fun tag team match. Um, You had Jenna Lynn and Promise Braxton. They started things off. They exchanged holds in which Jenna had the advantage. Braxton tagged in Kate and... Jenna sends her to the corner and she tags Vixen to chop Kate. Vert tags and Lynn and chops Kate again while Jenna hits a brutal looking running drop kick for a close near fall. Lynn hits Arana, hits multiple strikes and sends her to the corner where Braxton blind tags herself and Jenna rolls her up and remember um, she rolls up Killer Kate. Now the ref counted when we know she wasn't the legal woman. So it was a rookie mistake. It was a rookie mistake. It was a blind tag. So, I mean, it's going to, it's no big deal. Just simple mistakes. I, I caught on to that. I rewinded that, that like five times. And I'm like, but she made the blind tag. I don't know why she was pinning, but it was a rookie mistake. No big deal. Now Braxton, she suplexes Jenna and 
she ch- hits a cheap shot on Vert and sends her in the corner and she literally gets the ref distracted while both uh, Killer Kate and Promise Braxton attacks uh, Jenna Lynn. Braxton, she chops Jenna and Irish whips her into a leg lariat for a two count. Killer Kate and Promise Braxton, they hit double elbows for a two count and Kate looked for the real naked choke and Jenna tried to escape only to eat a DDT. Braxton applied the headlock and Jenna fights out of it, hits a desperation kick, goes for the tag, but Kate, who got tagged in, tried to stop her with an elbow drop, but she misses and Lynn tags in Vixen, who runs wild on both women. So Vert Vixen hits a critical hit, which is her finisher on Killer Kate, for a close near fall. She tags in Jenna Lynn, looks for the double suplex, but Promise Braxton makes the save and Vert sends her out of the ring. Jenna hits multiple kicks on Kate, looks for the spinning heel kick, Killer Kate avoids it and applies the rear naked choke and Jenna Lynn taps out. So the heels, they win this match. Really fun stuff. And uh, I like both of these women. I actually met Jenna Lynn. She has potential. And I want to see more of her. I think she's great. Vert Vixen, I like this woman. And I love both Promise Braxton and uh, Killer Kate. I think they're really, really good. So... Getting me into new talent. That's what I love about Mission Pro Wrestling. I love that. So this was fun. Really, really fun. Maddie Winkowski versus Red Velvet. And I gotta mention this. Red Velvet. I sent I booked a cameo for Red Velvet to wish me a happy birthday. And she did just that. And I have that saved on my phone, but I'm gonna share that on social media later. And she's not the only one. So, oh man, it was, I'm just so happy about that. So, this was another fun match that I enjoyed. You had, um, both women, they locked up. Maddie went for the quick pin for one count. She worked on the arm of Red Velvet. She, Velvet grabbed Maddie by the hair to try to break the hold and hit an arm drag only for Maddie to work on the hold. So that was a nice counter. Velvet hits a leg lariat for a two count and proceeds to ground and pound her. Velvet sweeps the legs, hits the elbow drop for a two count. She hits multiple punches in the gut because she was a boxer pulling at Muhammad Ali, I see, Red Velvet. I like that. Float like a butterfly and sting like a bee. I mean, I, I got to think of a rhyme that involves Red Velvet Cake. I mean, just, I don't know. Um, so she punches her in the corner and puts her foot on her face. And she does this beautiful split while doing it. And she is flexible. I got to give her that. I mean, she's a professional dancer. Like it. I really do. Now, Velvet, she hits the drop toe hold into the ropes, hits the double knees for a near fall. She kicks Maddie in the gut, goes for the Just Desserts, which is her finisher, only for Maddie to avoid it, roll her up, one, two, three, and pulls the upset. This was all Red Velvet, I think. I think Maddie, um, she has that potential as well. Um, I, I see that in her. And I think that was a really big win for her. I mean, 
I, I got to give both women their dues, you know. This was a really, really fun match. So, kudos to both of them. Maddie wins in, in a really, really good, ma- good match. Big Swole! Big Swole versus La Rosa Negra. Entertainingly awesome is the best word I could describe this. Yes, I shit you not. AEW's Big Swole versus La Rosa Negra. Hey, um, um, Tony Khan, if you were looking for some women, um, La Rosa Negra, you could sign her. I'm just saying on Silver Platter, but you don't have to sign everybody. But I think this is someone you should keep an eye on. Now, we all know about the whole story with La Rosa Negra and the Tessa Blanchard situation. Like, putting all that aside, La Rosa Negra can go. She can still go. I don't care what anyone says. Um, so both women, they started dancing before the bell. And I was like, that big swole. She's like, I don't want to dance. I want to wrestle. <laughs> it's like, La Rosa's getting in Big Swole's head. So we started things off with a headlock takedown. And Swole reverses it. Um, Swole hits a backslide for a two count. You had Big Swole looking for a test of strength, but Rosa got her dancing, and <laughs> Big Swole looked so frustrated. <laughs> I was laughing at that. <laughs> oh, that was good. That was really, really good. Now, Swole, she worked on the arm of La Rosa, but she escaped, only for Swole to catch her in the hold again. She hits the shoulder tackle, and you had La Rosa kick Swole in the gut, arm drags her, and Swole arm drags La Rosa of her of her own. Swole hits a one-legged drop kick for a two count, and La Rosa looks for the airplane spin and slams her for a two count, which I thought was really good. La Rosa hit a beautiful, beautiful-looking pop-up spine buster for a close near fall. It looked picture perfect. She kicks Swole in the chest, and it looked like she was about to, uh, I don't know what she was going for, but Swole countered into a sunset flip, which turns it into a two count and she hits a clothesline and mo- hits multiple strikes into a headbutt. Swole hits a slingshot cutter for a close near fall, taking it from Scorpio Sky, I see, but it's only a TKO. I'm just, just saying. Um, La Rosa counters Dirty Dancing into a power slam for a near fall, hits a frog splash, but she, I think she also took the brunt of it as well. And... She goes for the cover, and Swole got her foot under the rope, which the ref saw. So, great refereeing right there. Well, great officiating right there. And this pisses off La Rosa. Now, she's arguing with the ref, which gives Big Swole time to recover. And when she turned around, bam! Dirty dancing. One, two, three. Big Swole. Swole wins this match. Really great stuff. I love this. I thought this was really fun. But I th- this was one of my second favorite matches because it's La Rosa Negra and Big Swole. I love both of these women. And they were entertaining. This was great stuff right here. See? Pro wrestling is entertaining when done right. Just saying. And these women showed that. So we went to intermission... And when I was watching it live, I had SmackDown on as well. I wanted to see what they were doing. I talked about that uh, on the last episode, so you could check that out. But, I mean, I did have food that my brother made, which was delicious. And then we went back to uh, 
the next match, Rachel Rose versus, I don't know if I pronounced this wrong, Elena Black. So, and here's a little fun fact. Rachel Rose was supposed to be at the uh, Revolution Rumble uh, last year, but she suffered an injury, and that pretty much took her out of the picture. Hopefully, we can get her back uh, when things are back to normal. Because, I mean, I th- look, I love women's wrestling. Just saying. Now, Elena Black, she is awesome. Absolutely awesome. I've seen some of her work. Um, I think she worked some matches in Evolve. Um, but she really has a unique look, to say the least. So, this is how we started. Rose shoved Black and Elena returned the favor. She snapped Mare's Rose and to a roll-up for a run- one count. Elena sunset flips and looks for the backslide for one count and turn it into a DDT, which looks nice. Elena hit the uh, running knee in the corner and Rachel turned it into a super kick for a one count. And Rachel Rose dubbed herself the queen of kicks. Hmm, that would be interesting. Uh, Look, I'm I'm not, I'm about to mess with her. Um, Rachel Rose, there's a certain wrestler in Japan named Miyu Yamashita. I want to see who has the best kicks. You or me, you. Just, just saying. <laughs> anyway, so just got to throw that little cheap jab at her. But I think Rachel Rose is really good. Um, so Rose grounds and pounds Black and the rep breaks it up. You had Rachel snapmare her, kicks her in the back, sends her to the ropes, and puts her knee on Elena's back. Rose hits multiple clotheslines for a two count. Black looks for the running knee, but hits the turnbuckle, and now Rose is working on the uh, injured, like I'm doing this in quote, injured knee. Um, But Rose hits the running knee in the corner, sends her down, and hits a running missile dropkick for a two count, excuse me. Elena hits a super kick of her own to Rose, and Rachel hits a pump kick, which looked brutal, and both women are down. They traded strikes when they went when they got back up. Um, Elena hits a pop-up leg drop for uh, a two-count. She rolls up Rachel Rose into a super kick to the chest, goes for the cover only for a near fall. Elena hits the GTS on Rose for a near fall when Rachel got her hand on the rope, so that was great ring awareness. Rose then hits a spear. Again, for a close near fall. But it was Elena who finishes it off with a double underhook DDT. Huh, Shades of Drew McIntyre's Future Shock DDT to win this match. This was awesome. This was awesome. I think the, these two have really great chemistry. And um, Rachel Rose, I mean, we like I said, we were supposed to get her at Revolution Rumble last year. But that didn't happen. But she looks way better. And I think she hasn't lost a step. Elena Black, I'm really impressed by her. I want to see more of her. And I'm intrigued to see what she brings to the table. Jenna Van Muscle versus uh, Roxy. Oh my God. Jenna Van Muscle looks so badass. You talk about a transformation from a pandemic. Like during a pandemic. This is a transformation. It's like she had this face paint on. She had new gear. My God, man. She looked 
she looks legit. And it, it was your David versus Goliath match. Roxy is like an underdog. And and I, I've seen some of Roxy's work. I think she's really good. I think she's very, very good. So I wanted to see how she fared against someone like Jenna Van Muscles. So Jenna, she shoves Roxy. And it was chop night. Hashtag chop night. Um, so she chops uh, Roxy. Jenna does. Roxy tries to chop Jenna two times and she hits her with a forearm, but it did not phase her. Roxy looks for the diving crossbody and looked and only for her to be slammed in the turnbuckle. Like, that's all I can say on that. Um, she gets caught. She gets body slammed. She sends her to the turnbuckle, kicks her in the gut. Jenna's stops an arm drag attempt, picks her up on her shoulder. This woman is is incredibly strong. Roxy actually hits the Casador arm drag and sends her face to the turn face first to the turnbuckle. She um hits the diving knees on the back of Van Muscles for a two count. Roxy got her in a chokehold, but Jenna just counters it with a suplex and proceeds to ground and pound her. Now, Jenna, she hits a body slam right after she squatted, which was very nice. Hits a low diving crossbody for a close near fall. She applied the camel clutch. Roxy escapes. Jenna charges at Roxy and she gets posted for her troubles. We had a suicide dive by Roxy and she managed to take down Jenna Van Muscles on the outside. She hits a... Roxy, oh my god, man. This spot was amazing. I I love this spot. Roxy hit a beautiful Huracurana DDT that planted that planted Jenna like face first and hits a knee strike and she and Jenna only kicks out at one. She so Jenna hits a snap suplex. And choke slams Roxy one, two, three to win this match. This was really, really good, man. Jenna is impressive. Roxy is impressive. Like, I want to see more Roxy. I I think she has what it takes, man. But but man, I, I gotta say Jenna was just mmm. Mm-mm-mm. That that gear, that look, the transformation was on point. I'm not taking anything away from Roxy. She is fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. And I think that's another person you should keep an eye on. So, really, really good stuff right here. Then we get the main event. Lindsay Snow versus Thunder Rosa, who sent me a cameo. Well, well, I booked a cameo for her to wish me a happy birthday. So, I got that. I'm going to share that on social media as well. This was possibly the best day of my life. So, this match was amazing. Absolutely amazing. Thunder Rosa, I don't care what anybody says. You talk about MVPs for women's wrestling. I could make a list of a few women. Um, Asuka, Io Shirai, Sasha Banks, Bayley, Hikaru Shida, Thunder Rosa. Those are the six MVPs of women's wrestling. And you cannot dispute that this was a fight it was an absolute fight 
Now, Lindsay Snow, she grabbed the NWA women's title during the introduction, which trying to get into the head of Thunder Rosa, I like. Both women, they locked up. They kicked each other. Rosa hits two takedowns and an arm drag into a dropkick for a two count. Both women, they traded firearms and uh, chops. And, you know, there was that chop night. It was that hashtag chop night for good old holiday. And Rosa kicks her in the gut, chops her, hashtag chop night. Lindsay hits a running uppercut in the corner and hits the double knees into a running sliding kick, which looked nice. Rosa hits a sliding drop kick on Snow on the outside. Then on that outside, Rosa and Snow trade the chops and Lindsay sends Rosa on the apron and chops her again. That's the 22nd chops that we got on this show. Hashtag chop night. Back in the ring, Lindsay hits a European uppercut, kicks her to the rope, and clotheslines her for a two count. Lindsay Snow applies the bow and arrow submission. Rosa countered it into a pin attempt for a two count. Snow hits a butterfly suplex on Rosa for a two count. Rosa kicks Snow multiple times in the back, looks for the running knee, and Snow avoids it and she hits the turnbuckle. Rosa hits the Rana into an armbar, which looked nice, but Snow makes it to the ropes. Snow counters an arm drag into the cover for a two count, and this time she applies the crossface. Rosa covers for a two count and applies the knee bar, which was fantastic, so these women have great chemistry already. Snow strikes Rosa and covers her for a two count, hits a brutal knee strike again for a two count. Rosa hits a beautiful top rope missile dropkick. Both women are down. And as soon as they got back up, Rosa hits a jumping clothesline in the corner and hits a double knees in the corner. Dropkicks her brutally right in the chest for a close near fall. Rosa looks for a victory roll-up, hits a victory roll-up for a near fall, and kicks uh, Snow in the head for a near fall. Snow hits uh, Rosa with an enzigiri and hits a mm, beautiful muscle buster. And you know I'm a sucker for a muscle buster, and Lindsay Snow hit that on point. And I thought that was it. And that was a close, close near fall. And it left Snow shocked. I thought she would have beaten Thunder Rosa right there. Both women, they traded uh, strikes. Rosa hits two running knee strikes, hits the Thunder Driver to retain the NWA Women's Championship. This was an excellent main event. I'm very happy for the women. They, These two tore the fucking house down. And, like, if you didn't see the speech that Thunder Rosa gave at the end, it was really great, man. And... Overall, I thought this was a fun, this was really fun. I got to give mad props to all the women who busted their ass for this show. And October 30th, I can't wait to see who will be crowned the inaugural Mission Pro Champion. So I'm very excited for that. Like, I can't wait. This was a really, really great show. And I'm telling you guys, if you want to see what this is all about, Take a look at it. Take 
take the time of your day to watch these women go at it. And you're going to see some new faces. Now, if you were to ask me, who do I want to see at um, Mission Pro? I'm going to tell you straight up. I want to see Lufisto. I want to see Lufisto on the show. There's also this woman named Kelsey Heather, who is a wrestler as well. She was a cheerleader, and now she's a wrestler. But we haven't been seeing much of her because of this pandemic. And I first heard of her on WWN, and she really impressed me. So I think I want to see her in action. But I hope Mission Pro comes down here in my hometown in Louisiana. I want to go to their show. That would be a really great birthday wish for me. Um, Because I want to see all the women. Because I love women's wrestling. And that event showed that. So... Very happy for this promotion, and I want to see more of it. I want to see more new faces come in and show why it's women's wrestling is a draw. Now, let's take a few birthday mailbag questions. I only had two, so I'm, I'm not going to complain about it, but if you still want to email me your questions, you can do so at the one and only phoenix1993 at gmail.com. Please include your name and where you're from. That way I can shout you out on the show because... I care for my listeners. And I want to start off with my friend Allie from Not Real Radio. And I love their show. I really do. So I got to do a cheap plug for them right there. I love it. I thought it was a... I love their shows, you know. Give them a listen as well. Um, She asked me this question. Why do you think they have less women in smaller wrestling companies? And what do you think it would take to encourage more girls to go for it? That is a tough question. It's a really good it's a really good question. Um and it's a tough one. Um maybe I don't know why, but I already talked about Mission Pro. Maybe it depends on them training to be a wrestler. Maybe it's because it's timing. When they're ready to go out, I think that's when um we're not that's why we see less uh women in smaller promotions. Like, I use Wildcat as an example. We do get one women's match. but And I said one day there should be a Wildcat women's championship. That is a dream of mine. I think that is something that will really help Wildcat. Because, look, we got the tag titles. We got a mid-card title, a main title. And a women's title would be nice. And it will showcase women's wrestling at our promotion. But what would it take to encourage more girls to go for it? I think they got to be passionate and up and ready for the sport that they're in. I don't know. But, like, maybe they can, uh, like I said, I think they should just train a little bit more. But it's a really tough question. I really don't have an answer to that. But I think it's just they need to train a little bit harder and get noticed by a couple of people. I'm just saying. Just throwing that out there, but that was a really good question by Allie. My boy Derek. My boy Derek from Minnesota. My boy Derek Starks, thank you for this question. And thank you for the birthday wish that I got just a couple minutes ago. He says, hello Shino, it's Derek Stark from Twitter. I was wondering, what is your opinion on Bailey's beatdown on Sasha Banks, and will we ever get the WrestleMania showdown between them? So I'm going to start with that one first. I thought the beatdown was great. But the commentary, I wish they could have done a better job on selling that beatdown. 
And I'm already loving this feud between Sasha and Bayley. They should save that for WrestleMania. I don't want them to rush into this match going into Hell in a Cell. Because that would be... That would not make the match special. Like, don't rush. Just hold off on it. Long term makes it better. Sasha wins the Women's Royal Rumble. She joins Charlotte, Becky, and Asuka. Now as the big winners of the Women's Royal Rumble, Asuka being the inaugural one. And I think that match should happen at WrestleMania. It should. It it has to. The story writes itself. Like, you don't have to rush anything into that match. I think that would be fantastic. And I was listening to Solo Monster, and he said that it would be a great main event. And I'm I'm not lying. I agree with him. If it was a two-night event, this would be one of the main events. Because they have a story. And it goes all the way back during their time in NXT. I think that would be fantastic. And Sasha wins the big one. Wins the SmackDown Women's Champion. Becomes a Grand Slam Women's Champion. So she joins Charlotte. She joins Bayley. Well, Charlotte has to win the Women's Tag Team titles first. To be a Grand Slam Champion. The ultimate Grand Slam Champion. Since she was the last Divas Champion. So she joins Bayley and Asuka. As the Grand Slam champions. That's what I think is going to happen. He also asks. What's your opinion on Roman Reigns' heel turn. And working with Paul Heyman. I said it many times. I am invested in this. This pairing between Paul Heyman. And Roman Reigns. Like I'm really really glad. That Roman decided to go heel. And it makes sense. There is no reason to bring Roman back. And be a bland baby face. And this pairing with Paul Heyman really, really helps out. Now, later, during the show, he... Now, I remember Roman saying that he has... He's going to get new entrance music. Thank God, my... I've been demanding that for a long time. And he's going to get a new gear, which I'm... Which I'm happy for. I'm loving this transformation of Roman. I think the parent is great. Um... And I'd see Roman holding that title for a long time. Because I think this is a great pairing. He also asks, what do you think of Brock Lesnar being a free agent? Honestly, if you want me to be real, I don't think he's a free agent. I think he's just going to wait until Vince throws money at him if the ratings are going down. And possibly he wants to possibly throw a new deal at him because I don't think he's going anywhere. If Brock were to show up in AEW, I mean, it'll be fine. I mean, don't get me wrong. I do want to see Brian Cage versus Brock Lesnar. That is a match i die for. Lance Archer versus Brock Lesnar. I don't know. I mean, never say never. It's possible. But I, I'm, it's just that I'm not buying into it. Maybe it depends on timing. I don't know. But I, I could definitely see... Brock doing his own thing. Maybe they might have interest in the UFC. I don't know. We'll find out. And he finally asked this question. And I, I've, I've been waiting for this one for a long time. If you own the WWE, what changes would be made to bring in more viewers, viewerships in? So, here's how I would do this. Number one, in 2021, we're going to hit a huge, huge reset. And... I'm going to mer- here's how I do this. We're going to merge the tag team divisions cuz 
right now the tag team divisions in WWE are ass. Are absolutely ass on Raw and SmackDown. Um, I would also do the same for the women, but I will save that for Wrestle. I will save that after WrestleMania. So that's what I would do. Um, I would move NXT to either Tuesday or Thursday. Like fuck the Wednesday Night Wars. I want both shows to grow on their own. Okay, that's what I would do. I would move NXT to a different day. AEW could have Wednesday, either Tuesday, but I want to watch Impact. So here's how we fix this. We could move NXT to Thursday since NXT UK is going to be on at two o'clock and then you got NXT at seven. So it's a win-win situation. I would get rid of filler pay-per-views. I would get rid of meaningless pay-per-views. I would focus on the big five. I would focus on Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, Money in the Banks, SummerSlam, and Survivor Series. All the filler pay-per-views die. Only save these types of matches when um, when we do a special. I would bring back King of the Ring or Queen of the Ring. And only time if we have... I would do an Evolution pay-per-view... I could do it yearly if it, if that's okay. If there's a Mae Young Classic, it will coincide with that where all the women's titles have to be defended and you get the finals of the Mae Young Classic. That would get people watching. And when I said that reset, merging the women's division and the tag division, that's when Survivor Series comes into play. I would have Team WWE versus Team NXT. That would be... Something that people will be interested in. The future versus the current crop of talent on Raw and SmackDown. So, like, the booking is self-explanatory. I mean, we could have two titles. Two main titles for Raw and SmackDown. We could have one mid-card title on both brands. But the women's and the tag titles in a lap. And I would build new stars. Build vignettes around them. Don't push the same people. Like, don't make the fans bored. Don't give them cheesy storylines. I would have the talent actually be free. Like, let them be creatively free. And just give them pointers and say what you gotta say. See, if I was running a wrestling promotion, that is something I would do. Instead of telling you, do this, do that. You gotta say this on the script. I'm not gonna hand anybody a fucking script and you gotta rehearse it. Nuh-uh. I will let the wrestlers tell, say what they got to say. And I think that would be a great way to bring back viewers. And do some trades, you know? If somebody, from, if somebody wants to go back to NXT, we trade somebody from NXT to the main roster and they still keep their stuff. Instead of changing, instead of breaking down a call-up only to build them back up in their image, they have to remain who they are. I'm looking at you, Retribution. Looking at you. But, I mean, those are the things I would mainly do to uh, the changes I would make. But th- that's all I got. And thanks for that qu- question. Um, question. <clears throat> Excuse me. I am getting out of here. I'm going to continue to celebrate my birthday. But before we go, I want to end on this. I want to thank you guys so much from the bottom of my heart. 
I want to thank y'all so much for the people who listen to my podcast. I want to thank you guys so much who are literally uh, supporting me because I started as a blogger on Wrestling Amino and now I'm starting, I started podcasting last year and it was really, really fun. It's still fun to do all this and I got to talk wrestling, give my honest opinion about it. I'm very proud of what I do. I'm very proud of uh, the uh, the work I give to all of you guys. And I know we've just begun. And slow and steady wins the race. But I'm just grateful. Grateful for the fact that you guys have been supporting my work. Grateful for the fact that you're telling people to listen to my show. Grateful for the fact that you love what I hear. What I have to say. And I'm damn proud of that. Usually I don't like taking pride of my work. But I'm very much happy with what I'm doing. For you guys. And. All the support. All the love. Like I just can't thank y'all enough. You guys are the absolute best. We're going to continue doing this shit. Until I. Like we're going to continue doing this until I'm dead. And I'm, and I'm sorry if I'm saying it morbidly, but I love this. I love podcasts, and I want to make this show grow even more. Like, hopefully one day, I want to interview somebody on my podcast, whether it's a wrestler or a commentator or anybody. Like, I want to be doing interviews. I have goals of my own in the wrestling business. Maybe one day it will happen. That would be the best gift of life that I could ever give so again from the bottom of my heart thank y'all so much for supporting this podcast thank you so much for supporting me and that's all I could say just thank you from the bottom of my heart make sure you guys follow me on twitter at Shino D Phoenix make sure you follow me on instagram at coolmansip like the facebook page And I will see you guys for the next episode of No One's Ready for Wrestling. We got a lot to talk about, and you don't want to miss this one. Episode 84 is going to be a doozy. So, get ready for that. And I'm looking forward to next Monday because I might be... I'm I'm going to be doing a virtual meet and greet with a certain WWE wrestler. I ain't going to tell you who, but it's going to be an early gift for me. Well, it's my birthday gift for myself. But I will let you guys know who it is when uh, that time comes. So, until then, guys, take care. Be safe. Support wrestling as much as you can. Thank y'all so much. And if you didn't wish me a happy birthday, you could wish me a happy birthday. So, like, from the bottom of my heart, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for this amazing birthday. And I will see you guys next time. I love all of you. Peace out. And time for me to watch the G1.